Hi, Tara. Hi, Alana. I'm so excited to welcome our listeners to our weekly catch-up on sports, reality TV, and pop culture. So everyone get ready for X's and O's and Bravo shows. And everything in between. Welcome to the Reality Playbook. I, th- I think when I said to you, you know, hi, Tara, my my cat also jumped in there and was like, hey, girl, she <laughs> she talks. Hey, girl, you hey. Heard, you might have heard that meow. <laughs> anyway, well, man, we were just saying like how great of a a, a Sunday of games were we able to see and um I I'm just blown away by like what what we saw what we witnessed this past Sunday so I'm so excited to just jump in and start talking about NFL um and I know that you were at the game at the Eagles game so I'm curious kind of what games you were able to see um or what you could catch up on but that's the crazy thing so I had to catch up on the highlights because Going to a game, like I, I am so grateful that we have these tickets in my family. But it's like a work day in terms of getting down there, and so you don't really see anything. Um, I guess unless you're I at the tailgate and someone has wired their TV. Right, but I mean, <laughs> it's a party. But <laughs> I don't know what it is. Now I'm gonna. Now I'm just gonna sound like a native Philadelphian. I don't know who we have in charge of running traffic in South Philly or game days. Cause I, you cannot convince me that we shouldn't just let the traffic lights do what traffic lights were invented to do. And you need a cop to like stop pedestrian traffic or what have you. But sometimes the folks that are supposedly controlling traffic make traffic worse. So I say all that to say you have to leave so early, even if you're not tailgating, to get down, to get parked and and, and get settled. Or you can be sitting on 95 um or Broad Street forever. So I didn't yeah. see I didn't see any any games really in their entirety or, you know, until I got home and watched the highlights. But um so I am I am well versed in Eagles Cowboys though. Ask me whatever you I'm want. I'm excited about that one. <laughs> well, let's just hop into it then. I mean, uh, we started our day with Miami uh, Dolphins versus Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they were playing in Frankfurt, Germany. I think this is the first Frankfurt, Germany game officially. Um, and Kansas City won 21 to 14. But I think the big, big kind of story or takeaway is that uh, Kansas City was up 21 to zip at, at the half. Miami came back like in the third quarter and started doing what Miami does, running fast and <laughs> and getting the ball out. But Kansas City's uh, defense really, you know, stood up and and um, was was pretty good, you know, against uh, the the offense for Miami. So curious if you had any thoughts or and I, and well, I, I, snapped, you- I snapped my finger as soon as you mentioned that game because I was like oh no I saw I will I saw most of I saw all of the first half of that game okay. so I think when we were getting ready to go down they were up 21 nothing and I thought oh well you know it's not going to be as good of a game as I thought I think I'm not in panic mode like some people seem to be over the Chiefs I just think they took their foot off the gas like some teams tend to do you know um I think like just like the Eagles the teams the these two teams that have made it to the Super Bowl no they don't seem as dominant as they appear to be last year 
Yeah. But, well, we're going to talk about the Ravens in a little bit in terms of the AFC, but I still think the Chiefs are, you know, the the class, among the, amongst the class of the AFC. You know, I think what I, what I noticed is that people are doing a better job with both the Eagles and KC in terms of their ability to defend, you know, mm-hmm. and, and shut down some of these offenses. I really think defense has just been winning a lot of games this season. And, it, you know, like last season, it seemed like, oh, just score a bunch of points. This season is like, you better have a really good defense because the other scheme probably does. Um I also think, you know, Miami, just, they just got back their safety. Jalen Ramsey. So he just came back. Um, and so I think there's there's a lot of things happening at the same time. But um, I also just felt like Tyreek Hill just seemed, he seemed a little too, like, he seemed to force it a bit uh, for me. I, I, would, I would think it's emotional for him to play. Right. You know, he wants he wants to win that game. And it's interesting. What do you think? I know um, national media, some people have been calling the Dolphins kind of pretenders because they look all world against teams with and you brought it up last week, teams with losing records versus teams with winning records. So that's that's again why I'm like, I wasn't I wasn't so worried about Kansas City as, you know, Miami's not that not that team that we we thought they were maybe not even we some people thought that they were at the beginning of the season um so i started trying to watch uh get up on espn on that monday mm-hmm. and quickly turned cuz the 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 headline story was dallas oh cuz you thought lost. dallas won the game right yeah <laughs> no no the, no the way they right, yeah the way they talk thought, about yeah. dallas lost but oh he's showing championship caliber best player on the field and then i i switched it over and i said huh nfl network i wonder what they talk about so much more balanced so much just more like a conversation and not like trying to be funny with these corny you know pop culture references some are funny but most of them are kind of like mm. And so what they but what they noted was when the guys called um the Miami Dolphins the Dallas of the AFC. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I kind of feel that way. Yeah. You got all this promise, but it doesn't really win you a game. Right. It doesn't materialize when you need it to. Yeah. Yeah. I have a whole lot of things to say about Dallas. <laughs> but yes. Um I did think it was interesting how Travis Kelsey, he just continues to get shut down. Like, like I think the the receiver that Mahomes was really going to was someone I had to look up. I it, like, it wasn't, um, you know, the big names or anything. And, and I, I don't know, what do you think about, I guess, the additional attention or coverage? Like, it seemed like Travis used to be able to get free of that and be able to kind of maneuver his way. But nowadays, I don't think he can do it. I don't know. Well, I think, and that, that, is a concern. I mean, so prime Travis Kelsey also had Tyreek Hill um, as an option. That's so That's a good I point. think the other, I think the receivers on the Chiefs are going to need to step up so that you're not, Kelsey's not in double or triple coverage, you know? Yeah. Um, he's getting a little bit older and sometimes father time sneaks up on you like, like that. But I, but I'm not saying that's it, but yeah, I think that's fair. 
I think the other receivers are going to need to step up so that the defenses think that they are a potential threat or not just we know that Patrick Mahomes' safety valve is Travis Kelsey. And when you just brought that up, that makes a lot of sense um, that, you know, that he wasn't the number one receiver on the team last year or what? No, not last. Was it two years ago? Because I thought Tyreek Hill's been in Miami. Yeah, Tyreek wasn't there last year. Right. So, but he would even so like, it just seemed like they had, um, they, uh, they had someone else though. I feel like last year. But I can't put my my name on it, but or put my finger on it. But basically, I I agree with you. I think that um, he is getting older, and I don't I don't know. It just seems I hate to say this, but it just seems like his focus is on being a celebrity right now. And um, I I will be interested to see how the Eagles cover Travis since Travis killed us in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I too am over um, the Taylor Swift coverage Um, and I'm sure it is made. I'm sure it's been a major adjustment. I wonder if he was being totally honest, if Travis knew what he was getting himself into with all of that, but I would, I have to believe that um, especially with Andy Reid as your head coach. And I would think Patrick Mahomes seems to be a, a, a strong leader that, he has to he he's got to keep it together in his football football life. Um, when we talked last week about him being at the World Series, it's like, why are you at the World Series? Um, you know, then you're it's it's like it, it, sometimes this is actually what James Harden said about Chloe dating Chloe Kardashian. When he started dating her, he saw all the, the uh, paparazzi just show up and he like just would be photographed constantly. And he broke up with her because I'm sure one of the reasons he broke up with her was because of all the attention he received just dating her. And so I just and wonder if sometimes some of that, that just, if you haven't really, even though you are popular, like you are very, like everyone's talking about you, you know, and how does that, you know, impact, um, you know, just, just you, cause you, you don't like just with work, right. We don't just like say, Oh, it's work time. I'm going to put all my personal stuff aside. It, it, it'll it pop up in, in different ways. So, but yeah, I hope he doesn't murder us next week. <laughs> or I'm sorry. Well, the thing is, and it should have occurred to me that if you're playing in Germany, you would have a buy the next week, but all Eagles fans know coach Reed usually is successful coming out of a bye week. Yeah. He was with us. So it will be, you know, both, well, the Eagles definitely needed um, this Absolutely. buy to get healthy, but uh, it should but be, is, it should be a really good game. This is a revenge game. So this is, this is, this is a serious game for us. It is. And I, I know we don't want to get, we want to save the Eagles we'll for, for later, but right. yeah, it is a revenge game, but we're dinged up, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, we could jump over maybe to the Vikings uh, with the Falcons. Vikings won 31 to 28. Uh, the big story coming out of that was Joshua Dobbs. He's a quarterback that was with the Cardinals. Yeah. And then Kirk Cousins, uh, his, his Achilles, uh, he, how, he tore, he tore, tore his Achilles. Achilles. And, uh, and the Vikings are like, we need a quarterback. So 
they but they said they started their rookie though and then he had a concussion exactly uh, yeah exactly like they got joshua and he basically he he really didn't have like even a full week with the team he didn't know people's names either and uh, and so he was just expecting i guess just to be the backup that that week and then the rookie started and was out of the game by the time i started watching that game joshua dobbs was in <laughs> was like it was the heartwarming, I guess, story of the week, unless you're a Falcons fan. But right. watching the on the sideline, he teach the offensive line his cadence. That was crazy. It yeah. was it was just one of those things that um again, like they were talking about, oh, who's the bigger story, CJ Stroud or Joshua Dobbs? I think it's very hard to come in and put up 31 points with a completely new team. <laughs> You, ha- you don't even know the playbook. You're just doing what you can to get out there. And of course, he, you know, had his run, his running back. But still, I mean, like he was out there running it himself. He was trying to and he was working so hard. And so I think that's like a lot of skill to be able to kind of sl- slide in there as if you didn't miss a beat, like you were on the team, yeah. you know, and, and you've been able to go go from there. So well, I I was really he's, happy. He's, a, he's literally a rocket scientist. Yeah, they said that he's like really, really smart. Yeah, uh, but I did. I but that's a, that's all they say. You know what I'm saying? But clearly, he is brilliant because I don't know how anybody could step in like that. Shoot, yeah. we we had our backup the entire damn season. <laughs> Although he did suffer a loss, like he he like his his mentor like you know passed away that week. But my guy, we and we prepared him for that game, and and then the next one, and he still couldn't. Yeah, well, good for good for Josh Dobbs, who's played for I don't know how many teams in the I think NFL. They said five. Yeah, I think he's. They said five, but yeah, I'm at least he's 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 contributing in there, and it looks like Kirk Cousins has uh, gone through a surgery, so maybe he'll be like Aaron. Him and Aaron will start working out together. Yeah, that's so, can, you know, Aaron is a whole. Aaron said he coming back. Yeah, Aaron taking three step, three uh, step uh, step back passes and. <laughs> throwing 50 yards at MetLife <laughs> a whole mess and then that's like the worst turf like we've talked about this probably every single podcast that we've had like so I'm just I'm worried you about know why you know Aaron doesn't do anything for for no reason he saw the lights and he wanted wanted us to see him throwing the football oh a hun- yes and he's like I'll be back <laughs> <laughs> but Lester we should shout out CJ Stroud because he th- how many touchdowns did that Young man has they, they won 39 to 37 against the Bucks. And the Bucks, like I watched the end of that game. I, I guess I, I think I must have been watching Red Zone. And so with the Bucks, though, they came back uh yeah. with Baker had a decent game. They came back and it was the very end of that game. And so CJ Stroud, I mean, they just just marched down that field and and they did what they had to do. It was so funny though, because everybody's like, Oh, I guess Tim Bay's gonna win. But no. Uh, <laughs> good for the Texans. So they uh they will be they will be someone to talk about next season. So yeah, so uh Stroud had five TDs and a rookie record of 470 yards passing. Um yeah, they were they literally had to march down the field. It was very impressive yeah. um to see that poise and that ability to kind of go from there but good job uh ravens and the seahawks ravens won 37 to 3 against the 
uh, reigning NFC West. Yeah. Uh, Just we last did. week, we were, you know, thought that that everybody said, oh, Seahawks. I was like, no, they're not. I, I've watched them play and I love, I adore Gino, but no, no, they're not. They're not in our space. Well, also, but also, like, I think low key Lamar and those Ravens are going to be a team that you got to watch at the AFC because they, they put a whooping on the Lions, too. Yeah, they did. And I think Jacksonville's the other team you got to watch for. Um, so maybe it's not Miami. It's the Ravens in Jacksonville. Wrong Florida team. Maybe it's Jacksonville. Because I, I don't think Jack, Jacksonville has won, I think, the last five games, they said. The two in London. They they won the two in London. And um, so. Yeah. I definitely would put the Ravens ahead of the Dolphins right now. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because I don't think it's just, I think with Miami, until they, I guess they get all their pieces back um, in terms of defense, it, it like you you still need a defense to stop the scoring and if honestly if you can you know do double coverage get to Tua very fast I mean that's your offense uh they don't and they're they're not running the ball like they used to so and if you have a strong d-line then you can't really run the ball very far yeah so, um but yeah I think the Ravens are, are definitely a contender I think it just is a matter of decision making with Lamar. I'm glad they're not on our schedule this year. I would agree with you on Best that. Believe I, I went back and checked after they well once they beat the Lions and they beat Seattle. I was like, okay, who else do they have to play in the NFC? Okay, as long as it's not us. So are, are they playing the NFC North then, or are they playing NFC West? So the it was Detroit and C- well, yeah, that's weird. Well, yeah, I have to look. Okay, because you're right; they're in two different divisions. Let me. Let me double check. Okay, it's the NFC West because they played, they play, they played the Cardinals now then the Seahawks, and then they're gonna play the 49ers uh on Christmas. Oh good. Let's yeah. go Ravens. <laughs> let's put some let's get some more separation. <laughs> but not too much, you know. You know, I don't want to see you in the Super Bowl like <laughs> trying to beat us. Pop you that's up when you hope that, that the AFC, you know, the firepower in AFC, they just kind of they, they have shootouts against each other and are worn out by by the Super Bowl. <laughs> Their strategy. Oh, in um, the last game that's not in our division that we should touch on is this Buffalo uh, Cincinnati. Joey Cincinnati. B. Joey B is back, honey. We talked about this last week. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Cincinnati beat Buffalo 24 to 18. Buffalo is like really not, um, it's not the team that we saw last season. I don't know what it is. It just seems very odd to me, but. So do you remember when Josh Allen first got on the scene and I know we both listened to Bomani Jones and he used to criticize Josh Allen and then he had to eat, we, well, he thought he had to eat his words because he seemed to improve but it seems to be like he's regressing back yep. to the player he was when he first started. I don't know. And it's, he's so inconsistent, Very you know, which makes the, the team inconsistent. So I don't know. And I like Buffalo. I, I, you're right. Like last year, the year before that, that was a team. If they were on television, I was going to sit and watch. And you were nervous. Like, oh, shit. And I would, and, and as long as they weren't playing the, the birds, I'd enjoy, I enjoyed that Allen to Stefan Diggs connection. Yeah. Shout out to Maryland uh, with Stefan Diggs. 
Cincinnati, though, I, I, you just saw a difference in the way that they were playing, the way Joey B was playing last seat last, uh, last week. week. I knew that this is like this team's rolling, and that I think they're now getting their momentum. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the AFC mm-hmm. is where I go to enjoy football because yeah. I don't have to be stressed out. You don't have to be stressed out. The teams go up against each other because you know watching. The NFC, I have I have playoff strategy in mind. And, yes. Yeah. But you know what's weird? I will watch, like, well, one, I do watch our competitors. Like, if I know that we're going to play a team, I'll watch that team. Yeah. And I'll try to see kind of what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are and try to develop a opinion. But um, I'm okay watching all, any game except for our division, the, the NFC East, because I'm like nervous that they are going to perform well, like Washington Giants and Dallas mm-hmm. are going to perform well. I can't even watch it sometimes because I'm just like, ah, I don't want to hear the good <laughs> stuff that they're saying. I watch it because I watch it. I do. I hate, well, Washington and the Giants, not too much. Dallas, I hate watch. So I am that, uh, I am the I other can't even watch them. one fan that night. I can't even watch them. It's hard sometimes to just commit to saying, okay, I'm going to watch them. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, um, I guess we can go into Washington and and, and the Patriots. We can go yeah. since we're talking about the the, the our division. It's uh, Washington, like, yeah, yeah, Washington won uh twenty to seventeen against the Patriots. It did kind of come down to the wire. Like the Patriots were moving down the field, uh, and uh, the quarterback Mac Jones. Uh, yep, Mac yeah, Jones. Because Mac Jones, <laughs> I'm, there's so Daniel and right. <laughs> um, you know that that club that they have. Um. He actually, he, he threw an interception and that's what ended the game. Did you get to see anything or I guess that you I checked saw, the highlights? I mean, I, I say highlights in air quotes. It just was a game. <laughs> it's pretty boring now to be honest. Yeah. I was, of course I was like, oh, I hope he went, like, hope the Patriots win. Um, But at this point, the, the Washington is so far back. Yeah. Yeah. They'd have to win everything because I think they've lost seven now. I think it's seven. Yeah. Not seven. It can't be that bad. That just seemed like boring football. I can't. They can't be that bad. No, that's the Patriots. They were two and seven or one and seven. And the commanders are what? Four. Well, they were four and four going into that game. Okay. Now they're four and five. Okay, Okay. That makes sense. So they're four games behind us. Wait, no, I'm sorry. They won that game. So they were three and five before that game. Now they're four and five. Right. So they're four games behind. Yeah, they're, they're four pretty games. far. Uh, and we've won both of the. the uh, Right. We're finished games. with them. Yep. Yeah. I'm so happy we're done with them because I'm tired. I get I'm just tired. You know, back to the uh NFC East anything any thought uh, yeah it was kind of a boring game a bit it, it really wasn't on um red zone a lot but I did think it I was kind of like oh I hope that the Patriots can come back and finish this but um it seems like they they really like their quarterback and I'm sure they're going to invest in uh invest in them invest in him off in the off season and get um, some weapons and I mean again with well with Snyder gone Right. It'll be interesting to see how the organization turns itself around. For sure. 
Uh, and then the Giants and the Raiders played uh, some storylines. Well, one, the Raiders won 30 to six. This is their first win. And they're, well, I, let me say this. They were, I guess, four and, I'm sorry, they were three and five before going into this game. Now they're four and five. The Giants were one and seven. And so now, that, I'm sorry, no, you know, two I was and six. Getting, and now they're two and seven. I'm, I'm getting, sorry. I was getting their uh, record confused with yes. Washington. Same. Cause I was like, I thought I saw a seven in our division when I was looking at the, the standings. Uh, the big, the big uh, news was that <laughs> um, the Raiders, you know, ownership fired uh, their coach, uh, Josh McDaniels, as well as the GM. Right. Yeah. Yep. And the, he replaced them. The coat, the new coat, the interim coach is Antonio Pierce. He used to play for the Giants. So it's kind of funny. His first like head coach, interim head coaching uh, game was against the Giants. Uh, And and it's what's funny about Antonio Pierce is he's from Oakland. He came in, he had his, you know, that he he was playing NWA. He was like trying to bring back the culture of what the Raiders were like in the uh, Mm eighties and nineties. And so uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how they go. Did you watch the game at all? I just saw the highlights. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't I I hope I hope for the best with the Raiders because that's my dad's team. Okay. Okay. And I like Devontae Adams. I feel bad for Me him. Me too. I feel very bad oh. for him. Bomani was saying on his podcast that um him and Jacobs, they just forced the coach out they were like man they they, they said it's him or us like we, we roll <laughs> when you're wishing for Derek Carr back I think that's a problem you yeah. know what I mean because my man Derek Carr he couldn't really get much going and I'm I'm curious if it is more about coaching versus his abilities get, get since I mean in New Orleans they're doing okay like they're they're kind of they're rolling right now well, he's, so. he's Devon he and Devontae Adams are friends yeah they're Isn't like that why he wanted too. to go there and you know yeah, it's his man. Get out of Green Bay. That's his man's in them, I guess. Uh, Saints are five and four. They won. They they beat the Bears. So, uh, I just have I have like thoughts about their car. Um, so, I, but I I I'm happy for him that he's found a home, you know, in New Orleans, and they can do their fun plays, their fun quarterback switch offs these are the those these are the teams that are just kind of middle of the road so they're not necessarily they're not necessarily a threat to the elite teams and there's just really like little to say about them we're trying we're trying (laughs) um before we get into the the eagles though it would be i i would do want to share that right now kansas city (laughs) and baltimore are tied for number one in the AFC and then it's Jacksonville Dolphins and the Steelers and then everyone else. And then on the NFC side, Philly is number one. And then it's Detroit, San Francisco, Seattle, and then Dallas. So really interesting mix um, of teams and what's going on. Can we talk about what I want to talk about now? Yes. You can talk about that. I can talk about the Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas. The Philadelphia Eagles. It's all you baby. Okay. I hate Dallas. I hate them with an irrational hate. <laughs> like it's irrational, but if you were born in this town, it's a birthright, right? And for those of for those of you that are from here and you love the Cowboys, I mean, 
I probably shouldn't say this, but it sounds like bad parenting. Um, hey, <laughs> no parenting at all. But I must admit, so you know, I I kind of hold my breath every time we play Dallas because I don't know who's going to be sitting next to me. There, um, the right. season, we aren't season ticket holders, and inevitably, more times than not, there've been Cowboy fans. Once again. The family to my left and to my dad's right, all Cowboy fans. But oh. this time, okay. the family sitting next to my dad, they flew in from Mexico. And the family sitting next to me was from San Antonio. Oh, and wow. I do think it is a dramatic difference. Fans, and first of all, you got to respect that. We go on the road, follow yeah. our team. Yeah. Um, and to me, it's different. Even their whole attitude is different than somebody who grew up in Germantown rooting for the Cowboys. Right. I actually, we had a good time. Now oh. it did help that it finally, it did work out in our favor, but just the whole dynamic, right? You know, they're from there, you right. know, or close by, or they don't have a team. That's you know, exactly. One of my Antonio, good friends is uh, like that. 300 miles from Dallas. We know they don't have a football team right. and the family from Mexico, it was so cool. So they were, they were at the Eagles game on Sunday and then they were going to MetLife on Monday. Wow. So they can have like a whole, which makes sense. You're here, right? Yeah, you might as well. Um, they have this whole football experience. So that was off the field. We had a flyover because Veterans Day celebration. Right. Right. Anybody that knows me, I love a flyover. I love it. <laughs> Get y'all in your feels. <laughs> and then the game started and I should slap my own hand because the Eagles score first and I'm feeling feeling kind of loose in my shoulders. Like, okay. Right. And then quickly it turned into a dog fight. Like, yeah. I don't know if it, we could still say that. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It, it did. did. It Or it turned into a, a, a welterweight fight. Yeah. Um. I I want to I don't want to dominate so please share with me what your no, thoughts. No, no, you're okay. you were there live and in person, so I'm always curious what that you know what that that experience is like. Um, what I will say is that uh, what what I saw was a team. I think our Eagles team. The issue that they have is that the end of the game when they need to burn two minutes because they have the lead, they are unable to close out. And what I get really angry about when in, in all my text thread with my friends, we all are pissed about is they just run the ball thinking, oh, just run the ball, run it runs the time, it runs the clock. But the other coach on the other side is going to use their timeouts. They're like, oh, they'll use their timeouts. They don't have any timeouts. Everybody in the league has, you know, a one minute drill, 30 second drill. I mean, it's not, this isn't, if I know this, I know they have to know this. So it really bothers me when we don't burn the minutes or two minutes that we have the ball in the fourth quarter with the lead. It bothers me very much. And it's happened on numerous occasions, happening, I think, with the Jets. Um, and it just, it just is like, just finish a game. Get yeah. the damn first down. Don't be so scared that you can't throw the ball. Just get the first down. Well, it's interesting you say that because now I can't remember if it was the very last drive we had the ball or the one right before that because it was they were close together but it was we were it was third and three Mm -hmm. and Jalen threw the ball and I was like what do you do and I mean it was it was nowhere near 
I think yeah. I, I feel like he threw it yeah. out. Yeah, he went. Yeah, he went to AJ. So in that instance, I'm like, well, why did you do that? Even if you run the ball and you don't get the first down, you're still using up more clock. Right. And just, you know, stopping the clock. So and again, we I've said it week after week because I'm really rooting for Brian Johnson. But the I'm, I'm I still scratch my head at the play call. And I know we've jumped all the way to the end of the game. Right. I didn't mean to. But that, that's no, that's OK. It's one a, thing. Yeah. Um, During the game, <laughs> hey, this is me, you know, admitted Eagles fan. Demarcus Lawrence going, I, I think, going for Jalen's. Knee. Oh, 100%. And then Marquise Bell hurt in Dallas. That so was messed up. The Dallas injury happened on our side, on the sideline where we sit closest to. And as we're watching um, the guy that sits in front of me, he immediately said, that's an arm bar. He, tr- he, he tried to hurt him. And we didn't did. know in the stand. We thought it was his shoulder. Um that maybe got popped out or whatever. And then, so it's so funny when you're in the stands, you're usually texting somebody that's home watching TV. And that's what I was doing. I was like, what are they saying? And then I, I texted my cousin. He was like, it it could be broken. And, but I thought he meant his shoulder. And I'm like, your shoulder's broken. You're done for the year. Right. I know I'm not a doctor, but I feel a little bit more optimistic when it's your arm. Yeah. You yeah. It's a back. fracture. Yeah. Yeah. You might come back for the playoffs, but those two plays to me, dirty plays. I'm sure. sorry. And it, and sure. I know they have to handle it differently on television or whatever, but I was like, can somebody say that though, that at least the Dallas one to me was most like, cause we could see it, you know, you I'm might t- not. He held his arm purposely yeah, and yeah. dragged it. And then it looked like he was trying to bend it back. And I know that, this is very ladylike, but I've been an Eagles fan all my life. I was raised at the vet. I wanted like, I wanted vengeance. <laughs> like oh, back honey. in the day, somebody, you you had somebody to come out and handle business the next time Dallas is on offense. But I guess we oh, don't right. play football like that anymore. Well, maybe they do, but we just don't see it all sometimes. But yeah. I will say that like, I definitely thought there was some dirty hits, but I thought that one was messed up. You don't have to bend his forearm. They were, he was going out of bounds. Out of bounds. Yep. So like what? And then on the, on broadcast, they were like, oh, I guess he's not going to get a personal foul for that. So they at least acknowledged it. Yeah. They were like, oh, that's it. They're not going to say anything else. Okay. And then they just moved on. Um, But then, so I, I was very disappointed with that. That was on my list. And um. I actually had to turn off the TV uh, in the second quarter because I got really mad that Philly gave up a second touchdown. So I said, first touchdown, okay. Second touchdown, like I don't want to, I don't want to see them score one more time because right. I actually don't think that they're this great team that everyone says they are. But I will say this: I actually have a bit more like, oh, okay, they they are a good team. Like I like I'm I'm actually going to acknowledge that. And I've always thought Ceedee Lamb was very talented. Yeah, he, I mean that that one I always said. Now always now also thought Tony Pollard had a great season last season. I don't know what's this season. Well, against us, he didn't do much. But I just was like, are you serious? And so then I got back on. I watched on delay because that helps me. <laughs> and I saw us progressing and I, so I watched the game out, but I could not breathe. I just, I could not breathe. Yeah. 
I'm I'm at you, but I'm really laughing with you because so Alana knows when I get stressed at the well, when I get mad, annoyed, disgusted, or whatever, and it's it seems like I need to help make a difference in the game. I get I go for a walk around the link. So you're right. After that second touchdown, I got up and I took my walk down to the pro shop. Yeah. Looked at uh planned what I wanted to buy next game because I Like I don't have enough Eagle stuff, but <laughs> it out till I came back and tried to feel like I I had made a change in the game. Cause I yeah. like you, I just, you get this feeling like, okay, is it going to start to slip away? You know? And, but, but they got, they got it back on track until <laughs> the end of the game. And those last three minutes, if I was facing the field, I was swearing, then I turned my back to the field and just went with the crowd noise to kind of figure out once they got, so you had the, you had the, um, Hassan got called for a personal foul. Cause he was personal foul. Right. And maybe that was him retaliating with that. I don't know if that, that wasn't even, but after. it was like, he, it wasn't, him. he tried. Wasn't, right. Right. It didn't so, do, it wasn't worth the 15 yards after that was, um, offside penalty. And at that point, I turned my back to the field because I said, they're about to blow this game. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you no one left Lincoln Financial, I said, and this place is going to implode. It is going to be so ugly. I need to tell these nice Dallas fans that they need to leave. Like (laughs) Like in Spanish, girl, this is not going to be... Mm-mm, girl, you might need to tell your friend. Like, and that fi- those last, last five seconds, Ooh. I don't know if I'm just a prisoner of the moment, but it felt wor- it felt longer than when Brady threw that ball up in the air to Gronk at the end of the Super Bowl. <laughs> it just seemed like forever. And just like that, I mean, I remember at the Super Bowl, even though I heard, I saw the ball hit the ground, it still wouldn't register even when the ref said that the, that's the end of the game. I'm standing there like, okay, did CD, did, I think it was CD Lamb fumbled the ball. We got the ball back. Or is it all zeros? Like, did right. we- is it done? And it, you couldn't even celebrate because we were so stressed out. Yeah. I mean, I started breathing at the very end of the game. Like all of a sudden my <laughs> breathing came normal. I was like, whoo, sigh. Okay, cool. Uh, but I will say that one, as much as I get like, I'm like all like, Feisty uh, during the game, the defense did really shut them down until that touchdown. The one that they went on the fourth down, and he was in. Um, I think it was was a Blankenship that like that uh, stopped uh, the player that the, the new shoot, tight end uh, maker, their tight end, and like he hit that knee before he got yeah. into. The, I mean, that was clutch. I mean, it was literally a game of inches. And what I thought was funny is they're like, well. Unfortunately, Dak stepped out of bounds, but it's like, you have to be very aware when you're going down to the, and you're going to run, you have to know what is like your, your footwork. And that's one thing I'll say about Jalen. I think he's very cognizant of his footwork, but I also think people need to give Brandon Graham and Hassan Reddick, but we'll talk about those sacks later, but like Brandon Graham ran him out of bounds. Mm-hmm. If there wasn't a barreling Brandon Graham, He's going into the end because he can walk right in, but he was having to beat him. And so yeah. um, I, he really, to me, I think Brandon really forced him out to, um, to make that error. So, 
And with all the, you know, oh, Dak was the best player on the field. And I said, no, okay, granted, it's probably why my quarterback is dinged up. But Jalen Hurts would have carried two defenders on his back he trying better. to get into that end zone, he barreling better. straight ahead, not trying to, like, do it on no. a diagonal to hit the pylon. No. But can I can I get some love for my quarterback? And you know what? ESPN is like, I, I just, all I'm going to do is watch the NFL network. Cause they're just, they're just more balanced. It's not this favoritism um, and all the excitement about, Oh, I was watching the game. I was going to FaceTime you. I mean, he looked like one of the uh, analysts literally, literally said that, Oh, I was in the room. I was like yelling and I, and I was just like, really? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, I'm a fan of the that- Eagles. Can I get a job at ESPN? And just right. <laughs> you would think the a block at least, you focus. I I get you want to talk about Dallas, but can the A block have discussions about the team who actually won? won? Right. And then like, we come back from a commercial break. We could talk about you know what Dallas did and didn't do no, in their loss. I did not see, and and I'm like you. I I walked out of the room when I was watching Get Up. When I was like, okay, they're never they're never going to talk about us. So I don't know if they eventually did, but I'm like, I didn't see AJ Browns. No. crazy catch in the end no. zone i didn't see gainwell somersault Devante. into the end zone <laughs> like can i see Devante with his can i see like legitimate legitimate highlights yeah instead of you keep running the same play of yeah. the final play yeah. of the game and uh they didn't score and let's and let's be real let's be very very candid here Everybody wants to be, oh, Dak is nine and one or 24 and four since he's entered the league against the NFC East. He owns it. And when I actually, when we actually break those numbers down, he averages four games a season. Since he's been in this, in the league, he's been in the league. He averages about four games a season against the NFC East. So on some seasons, he didn't even play like last year. Right. He, he only played one out of the two NFC games that uh, I'm sorry, one of the two of the games that we he played. Goes, yeah. You know, yeah. and then on top of that, Jalen didn't play that right. game. Right. But let's go. Can we actually go to the real statistics that Jalen has this immaculate record against teams that are like 500 and above? <laughs> like, where? So, yeah. And if they don't give Jalen the MVP this year, it is, it honestly is the system's rigged. You can't, because <laughs> this man is playing on a bone bruised knee. And he said, I, he took this, the, the team on his back. He said, nope. Third quarter was all Philly. So I, I just want them to learn how to close out a game. If they clo- if they actually held onto the ball, then we and just got the first Can down. We talk about the two fumbles we had, like, was one a butt fumble? It happened so fast. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, AJ ran into um, Swift. Yeah, it was Swift. It was DeAndre Swift. They ran into each other. There was a butt fumble, and then the 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 right uh, what the right guard was. Yeah, they recovered it, but it's Graham just he did what he had to do. I was so proud of him. It's like so happy. <laughs> we do have to commend both quarterbacks because there were no interceptions in that game. Fair. I uh, was actually I literally said um, at the end of fourth quarter, I was like, "Man, Dak is due for an interception, right?" <laughs> <laughs> like he plays his best games against NFC East teams. That's why it's hard because he'll go and like they won't play as well, but then they come here and they want to level up like Washington. They want to level up. It's that, it's that NFC East hate. We are. What was, we the, have a... what was the commentary when they flipped back on his head? 
Did I don't know. Okay. But all I know is I was texting my boys like that felt good. And I know like Slay is his former teammate or whatever. And he's like, oh, whatever. But like that is a meme that is is in Philly history. I can't wait to see it. It's crazy being being there when you're around that many people because you can like feel stuff in your chest, whether it's everybody <laughs> inhaling at the same, like gasping at the same time or, right. or like. <laughs> yeah, when he flipped them, I was like, damn, that's what we're going to do today. But you don't go in the air if you don't if you don't go in the air, if you don't know that you're going to come down your feet. He tried Bobby to jump him and he got flipped. Did they cover on television Devante and AJ trying to recreate? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was so cute. The D Wade LeBron. It was it was adorable. They they he didn't quite get the the dunk, but that, that's what the, was funnier was the mic'd up of hearing that they were fussing at each other on the <laughs> sideline about who screwed it up. <laughs> they they looked like they were having some a, a good time. And, um, but yeah, I thought, I thought the game though, I I thought Philly actually played a pretty good game. Uh, the offense really didn't have too many turnovers. Um, and that was nice to see Micah Parsons, you know, um, he talks all that mess. They didn't really say much about Micah to be honest or like they didn't, but then again, I also turned it down because, um, the folks that call the games, uh, are, are heavy Dallas. So I just, I'm not a huge fan of listening to Greg Olson just wax poetic about that, how great Dak Prescott is in this Dallas Cowboys team. So I did like watching Micah Parsons get body surfed when we did the brotherly shove. That was him? Yeah, that was Micah. I saw that. I have it in my phone. <laughs> that was hilarious. They were like, you can come along with us. <laughs> Well, your Micah was going backwards. <laughs> that body surf was hilarious. And now, I mean, they they went like they they went a few yards, but um, all in all, like I I I'm looking for. I hope that this bye week is a time that they can kind of sit down and take the rest they need. Uh, and hopefully Dallas will be. Um, sorry, Goddard. I'm gonna say Goddard will be back. You know, by at least the playoffs. Uh, because he's. He's so important to our our offense, and so to do that to to try to fracture to try to break this man's forearm was just it's just dirty. Yeah, but you know, karma's a bitch. So good luck. So we both so both uh, the birds and the Chiefs have a bye uh, before they face off on Monday Night Football. How do you think they the Eagles adjust without such a key piece of the offense? I do think that stole the the I guess this. He's backup tight end. Backup tight end. Uh, I think he has been integrated into the offense. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like, oh shoot, now I'm going to play all the snaps. He's been, you know, integrated. So there's so many weapons on the team that we were winning without even <laughs> throwing to Goddard. Um, but he just opens it up. He's just he's so clutch. Man, he had some great, great catches, man. Yeah. Um, but I but still, I'm I'm not as concerned I almost like just do you remember Brent Selleck man he of course I remember Brent Selleck yes you know uh now of course we've had a great string of tight ends our tight ends have been boss you know I love Zach Ertz I I love Zach Ertz Ertz. and so I was so upset I had no idea that Dallas would would replace you know 
it would be such an impactful play Me either i was like oh who is this guy yeah and i'm like oh but he's so great <laughs> yeah yeah um, but anyway but yeah i do i think it's gonna be interesting for sure it looks like chiefs are gonna trying to get their offense together uh and i just but steve spagnola like i've never been a huge huge fan of him you know, we've had him as a coach before. So I'm curious. I, I definitely feel like there's some vengeance that, that has to be had. Let me say like that. Curious what you think about Bradbury and all the, the, the smoke he got on the internet. I mean, I try, you know, I've tried not to be that. that I try. I know. I know. I, I am not a um, Twitter bully. Um Really? I just hope. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. But I, I mean, like it it's one thing where you're just chatting with your friends and, you know, we can yes, criticize universe. your team. Yeah. I think he knows he's got, I, I think that that secondary knows because they, they got burned a couple times <laughs> that they got to, you know, they got to get it together. I, I wanted to ask you about our run game. So, yes, DeAndre Swift is amazing. But like, where's Boston Scott and Rashard Penny? Like, are I feel bad for Rashard Penny. I don't know if he's played a snap. I, he was I out know. there for, I think, a, it was either. Was he a punt return, return or a punt return? I think yeah. he's a punt return. I'm just wondering if they're like. Saving him? Right. Because BG said the same thing. Brandon Graham's like, oh, I had reduced snaps at the beginning um, of the year of the season. They said that they wanted to hold him so that he would be fresh for the, you know, the rest. And so I'm curious if that's what's going on, if they're just trying to like save them so that they're fresh and it's like a new. And are we saving Boston for when we play the Giants? Well, well, he is the giant killer. But I was with Gainwell when he slipped and he ran down his sidelines and somersaulted in the touch. I was like, damn, okay, This this is the energy. That's the energy I need. Well, you know, he he gained well. He got reprimanded last week, if you don't know. At halftime, he grabbed his phone and was read again. Stop with the comments, Twitter bullies, (laughs) um, and responded and got chastised by the the coaching staff. Of course. So I think he knew. Don't play games. Yeah, I think he knew he needed to. He had something to prove this week. So he somersaulted. Somersaulted. Um. I do think I think that's going to be a, a it's going to be just a rematch of the Super Bowl because they didn't really the, the the pieces are kind are really still there like it wasn't a drastic difference. In- well, we're missing some defensive starters. You know, we lost Javon Hargrave. I mean, we're not. I'm not saying that we don't have great our linebackers. Players, yeah, we did but, lose our linebackers. Essentially. Yeah. Like, all of them left. Um, I'm just so glad we got this win in. One, I hate Dallas, but it was a win we needed to get in because. The next couple weeks are. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to beat us. Okay, you guys I'll heard it right here. Now. I don't think they're going to beat us. Okay, and I can't tell you why. I, I the way they're playing right now, and they're like, "Oh, we're going to do better." And it's like, okay, sure, you know, but um, <laughs> they shouldn't have beat us in the Super Bowl. You feel I, me? Yeah, I don't. Still can't talk about it. <laughs> we won't talk about it. But they, they, we were supposed like that was a BS call. But he also was BS for doing it. So, like, um, after Kansas City, we have the Bills and the 49ers. Yep. What are your thoughts about those two? So I'm not, and I hope I'm not going to regret saying this, I'm not as worried about the Bills as I was when, like, the season started and you're just looking at that. But but I am still, I'm still concerned about the 49ers. I know they've lost and now we're, you know, looking at Brock Purdy, but. um, You just don't know. 
Yeah. Now that defense has Chase Young on one yeah. side and Bosa. Bosa, Nick Bosa yeah. on the other side. So and 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 you don't know when you know Samuels is coming back, Debo's coming back. That's a huge, a huge piece of their offense. Yeah, I don't yeah. count San Francisco down and out. Like mm-hmm. you know. they still have McCaffrey and they still have George Kittle. Right. So, um, I need That's a break. I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah, I need <laughs> a buy. All the fans need a buy. Like we all need to just relax. I either. I like, and when I say I think we're going to be KC, I don't think it's going to be just like a, a beat down by any means. I think it's going to be a tense game. I'm not going to breathe until the end of the fourth quarter. Um, <laughs> but I do think the 49ers, if they actually have like their weapons and their, that is going to be a game. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a game. Yeah. Well, I can't, I can't even, I can't process that right now. <laughs> but at least we get to relax and just like, Everybody relax. And this is a good segue. And watch the 76ers. I was going to ask you what you do. do I said I wasn't going to let them suck me back in, but that doggone Tyrese Maxey. He's precious. He, man, he's 23, y'all. He's a grown man. (laughs) (laughs) The Sixers have won five in a row and are tied for the best in the Eastern Conference. I was going to say, like, they're tied up there with the Celtics. I don't know what the score was of last night's game against the George Poole and the Washington Wizards. 146 to 128. But JoJo, the defending NBA MVP, did not even have to play the fourth quarter, and he had 48 points. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. How hard it makes. I'm I'm telling you, it's interesting listening to them in their interviews, talk about how much fun they're having. They look like they're having fun. Tyrese was like, we are deep in our bench now with the Kelly Oubre. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got Robert Covington coming back. We got, it's Marcus Morris, Kenyon Martin Jr. And was there another, did someone else come over? There are four forwards. Yeah, I can't, I'm, I'm so sorry who ever i'm forgetting who all go who all there who all all over there but um (laughs) doggone it i've watched every sixers game (laughs) i'm happy for them you know the game i watched uh was the spurs in in phoenix that was the late game and i watched the first time that they i guess they they met up and uh poor when bayana was like getting it from Kevin Durant, like Kevin Durant was posterizing this man, but then, and he, I think he left like, like nearly like two or three points. I, it was like his first performance against Phoenix was terrible, but then my guy came back and he scored. I think he was at like, it was 30 or 40 points. He scored in the second, like their second. Cause they, cause <laughs> the Spurs won both games, right? Cause one, they, it was one game when he stole the ball from KD Right at the end, and then the next game they blew him out. Right, they blew him out definitely. But there was a different when I was watching the game. There was a different one by Anna in the first uh-huh. version versus yeah they they beat them by one point. But like the first version was not the same as and it, it, as the second. You know he wasn't hitting any of his shots when I was watching. Maybe I'm I'm bringing energy to him, but. <laughs> He wasn't, he didn't hit any of it. And I was kind of like, oh, okay. But then like, I hear, you know, the, what happened in the highlights, this guy is hitting threes. He's up here. Like he's, he, he couldn't miss. So 
looks like it's he's going to subscribe. This morning, uh, Dominique Foxworth was saying, um, you know, teams to get ready and win your championships now while you can, like in the next two or three years. I'd have to agree because after after this, it's going to be it's going to be all those spurs. Pop will be coaching until he is ninety six. Absolutely, with this kid. I mean, I can't wait to see what that Denver matchup looks like because because uh, that is a tough team. They, yeah, I was curious. <laughs> I don't, I, I think the Joker is going to remind everybody that. Cause I think the Joker got a lot more body, but I saw this like Instagram post that showed like when Glenn Bayana, as he gets older and he progresses and he gets more muscle on his body. <laughs> so I was like, okay, he might David Robinson us or, you know, he might get a little, little bigger. Like this, um, this season, I think the Joker is going to take care of him, but it will be three years from now. Yeah. That it's is going to be challenging. That's going to be the game of the week that everybody's watching yeah I I have enjoyed watching basketball again um um last topic on basketball Harden's debut I just wanted to take a look to see how he (laughs) did and so here's some stats okay Harden's debut he uh went up against the Knicks in New York at MSG they uh the Knicks won 111 to 97 Harden's on the Clippers now uh he played for 31 minutes and he had 17 points Six of nine shooting, two of four from the three-point line, six assists, but two turnovers and one steal. But I think the commentary was that Tyron Lue, the coach of the Clippers, preferred the ball in uh, Kawhi Leonard's hands more. So uh, I do think it's interesting that that's that Lou said that to him when Harden said, I'm not, I, I'm not in the system. I'm, I am I, the system. I am the system because that might interfere with his, I am the system um, mentality because quite, I mean, he's so quite is, is very talented. Yes. Um, yeah. He might be taking something away from him and PG. And so I don't know. A healthy Kawhi Leonard is who, who gets the ball on that team. hundred percent. And I'm wondering if that's his like attitude or the way he's his style of play might have been taking away, you know, from Joel versus like because you're seeing it here. But Jojo said what after that I am the system comment, Jojo was like, but he always had the ball. Like right. <laughs> we gave him the ball. Right. That's fine. So Bye, boy. that's it. La, uh we do have to I do have to ask you the three questions. Mm-hmm. Who are we throwing a drink at over the weekend from what we saw in, in sports? Oh, uh, Marquise Bell. Yes. And, the dirty hit on Dallas. Um, I'm throwing it at Ryan Clark from Get Up because he's, Ooh. that was just his comments on the Dallas Eagles. I'm very disappointed. Okay. Uh, Should have known better. Uh, who who do you think is a fan favorite um, right now? I guess I can't say Tyrese again because I think that's who I said last week. Did say that, and I always say AJ. So, the birthday boy, Jason Kelsey. Oh yes, happy birthday! That was I think that was a great present. A his great birthday, pre- I mean, it's the ultimate present. Yeah, his birthday was Sunday. <laughs> Gets a hated rival. Yeah, happy birthday to my favorite eagle. <laughs> I love Jason Kelsey. Um. And I, yeah, we should talk about our, our appreciation for that man. 
in the O-line. Um, I saw your post, by the way, that you had posted the pictures from last last year. A year you know, ago, you know, I met the my O line. Yes, my O line. <laughs> you know, I'll just say quick break, but quick, quick, you know, detour. But you know, of course, we all know the his infamous speech in his costume um, at the parade for our Super Bowl win. But what I loved about our O line was that in the ESPN body issue, which is when everybody's like posing nude, but yep. you know, with, they were all in the parking lot <laughs> flipping burgers. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, and I just I was like, okay, I love these. I like love, love, love you guys. One, because you finally gave us a championship, but two, just like that. It's the love that that team seems to have for each other. They they really do like each other. And yeah. um Anyway, okay. Uh, my fan favorite pick would be AJ Brown because of his tremendous play right now. Like it's it's stupid. It's crazy how much how great he's doing. Um, last but not least, do, have we had an iconic moment this season or even this past just this past weekend? Any iconic moment? No, I. <laughs> you know, we keep getting we do get spectacular touchdown catches. Yeah. Um. But I don't think, I think, or I hope the spectacular moment is still ahead of us. I think the iconic housewives moment is going to be that um, when BG was running towards, uh, running after Dak and push, it got him like to step on the line, I guess, or whatever, because Dak and touchdowns and key moments do not do well. And that wasn't, it was a two point conversion, but yeah. uh, he had like an infamous uh, issue in Seattle <laughs> a few years ago in the playoffs. So I, it, every time I like think about that or the flip, actually the flip might be, cause you know, it's like flipping a table. So he yeah, I'm enjoying it way too much. I don't want to enjoy it this, this much and have to deal with. Right. We got to play him again. <laughs> yes. yes. But I will say this all those cute comments about, Oh, I love playing in Philly and all that. That did not help anybody. Or Micah Parsons encouraging Dallas fans to take over the link. That's not. I didn't go. Did it, did they take over? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just asking, I just wanted to know, should we move on to reality TV? Absolutely. What do you want to talk about first? Cause we've got Bravo con. We've got the real housewives of Beverly Hills. So I have to admit, you guys, so Alana is more on top of the reality world than me. I am. I love football. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I love love my Instagram and people send stuff to me all the time. Really? Oh, my gosh. The only thing I'm on top of is uh, Beverly Hills. All right. Let's jump into Beverly Hills. Uh, And if you if y'all haven't read the Vanity Fair uh, expose about what it's like to be a real housewife and stuff, it's very, very messy i will put a link in the comment section and it, it didn't it have a impact on the reason why ramona was banned from BravoCon? sure it did it recounted the story that's been told numerous times but it actually i've it 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 all tracks because i've listened to the story multiple times that in conversation ramona said drop the n-word to a black woman producer mm-hmm. uh and so yeah and she's trying to because she then reached out to a page six reporter and those texts got exposed. Yeah. And didn't she like lose? She, she was going to oh, start she lost her job. Yeah. The job. Douglas Douglas realist. It was a realtor, high end real estate. Yeah. I think it's like Douglas Ellison or 
Alice, be careful what you say. Be careful. Okay, cool. So what what do you think about the episode, episode two? Um, I just, you know, I just want more. I want, <laughs> I want, I want more of Beverly Hills. I was, um, the Dorit PK pretty woman through I, that was a little uh, over a little much. Yeah. That was a little much, but them shading and, Kyle and Mauricio. Right. <laughs> it was hilarious. And I, I don't, I do not want to appear insensitive. It's horrible that there, there was a home invasion and that Dorit seems to be a magnet for a robbery. And I know I am nowhere near as rich as these people, but I don't know how you leave I, you leave your purse and ten grand in a shopping cart. So she explained that she was robbed yet again while running errands, and that when she got to the register, she realized her purse was gone. Um, I just, I, I don't understand. Why do you? How? Why are you taking out ten thousand dollars in you cash said for Christmas? But you're, um, so you're going to pay for all the kids gifts and cash or are you going to give that money to somebody? I, I, I don't have answers to that. I just, that whole taking <laughs> out the money and cash thing. Again, that, trying to tread lightly with sensitivity. It just did not, I did not understand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe Teddy's husband also did the security at, at this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And so I don't know. If, and I it, it seems you, you kind of get the feeling that we're going to hear more from PK in terms of his um, patience with Dorit's pain. PTSD is a real thing. It is very like, real. I, you know, it's just. Um, what, what happened to her was horrifying though. Right. Like, like, the home invasion itself. But it's just like, okay, but I, I don't understand the, the, I don't understand the, the new story. So. Uh, I thought the pretty woman stuff, like I actually kind of, I might've fast forward through some of it. Cause uh, I don't, it, it, it was kind of like, okay. It was filler. Yeah. Uh, Cause they, I think they got some stuff for us though. Uh, so let's, can we talk about Crystal real quick? Because sure, sure. That, whole, that whole being called out um, for, you know, who she, that she got married, you know, and I think she was what in her early twenties, right? She was like 21. Yeah. And then she tried to, you know, tell her brother who he could and couldn't marry so um and who no knew her brother was a did you know her brother was a she said this yeah she said it before when she started and, okay um, i don't remember but yeah she started when she got on she talked about her brother her brother's been on a couple times but i i've never i haven't heard of him outside the show yeah yeah i googled it i mean it said he was legit like a star and yes yeah so he's, I guess he's doing us a favor by showing up on on, on that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to meeting this new cast member that told um, Crystal that she's making her route. That Anna she Marie, I think. yeah, I'm I'm curious what that whole conversation is like. Um, but we can jump over to uh, who do you want to talk about? Because we've got we definitely well, have the, the trip to Vegas. I was so excited because I do want to see them have fun together. But it seems like when we when the episode ended, stuff's about to go left, and it's gonna be my girl Sutton, who I try to root for, but sometimes she That'd can be get wild. It. it. So I'm hoping 
you know, the, the producers can be funky with editing and you think, mm-hmm. oh my God, did she really get upset over, uh, you know, going to the strip club? It might be something else right? that, you know, that isn't, that is, um, that, you know, is more meaningful, but right. I hope it's I was enjoying the, the, you know, yes. let's go to Vegas and everybody get, let's everybody just have fun for a just, weekend even right just give me we one know the weeks nice. are coming where it's going to be drama exactly but, but let's let's all get along and I just hope it's not I'm really hoping it's nothing stupid yeah I would have to agree with you on that yeah um I was happy to see that Erica owned everything she she came with better empathy uh with Dorit in the park that picnic in the park um which was a really cool idea actually I think that like I was like dang that's a nice little tea uh because I I love tea parties like I love you know I'm I love those (laughs) I'll stop there I I thought that um I'm I I really love that they were having such a good time but man Garcelle confiding in Sutton about her son's comments and crying like that I just like my heart just broke and that shows a, a to me a genuine friendship. It does, it does. I think I think they like each other. <laughs> I think she makes her laugh. Uh, Sutton makes Garcelle laugh. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think I think Sutton's. I would be friends with her. I just think she's her emotions be just wild and. Wait, right, that's what concerns because in the tra- in the in the preview for t- uh, Wednesday night's episode, upcoming episode, yeah. you see Garcelle kind of trying to check her, and so yeah. you're like, so something. Something really went left. It sure did. Um, And then lastly, Kyle bickering with Mauricio and then exposing that Mauricio has a tattoo to his parents. I don't know if people know this, but um, Mauricio is Jewish. They're Mexican and they're Jewish. And and please correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is that Jewish Jewish folks cannot be um, buried in like the cemetery if they've got like tattoos like with their family if they have like markings on their bodies so it's like it's a thing it's a thing a tattoo and like you I wasn't sure but I felt like it was something it was something more serious than wondering why would a grown man not want to tell his mother because he's 50 yeah. years old like they're yeah. easily all yeah. like she's 57 I, so I thought old. it might have some religious yeah meaning. Yeah, that's that's my understanding. Again, please correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my understanding. It's like you're not supposed to have tattoos in yeah. buried with your family or like in a in that's in a family plot, I'm, I'm assuming. Um I thought that was weird that she did all that. I think she's acting like a teenager. And mm-hmm. I'm just wondering because I I've seen it in my own personal life when someone, you know, passes and you're grieving and you're and you're just angry and you don't know who to direct it to and she's just giving it to him yeah yeah i like you I, i'm thinking well i'm wondering when morgan it's morgan wade is that what yeah the, yeah when she's gonna come up on the scene but it seems just kind of like just petty kind of nitpicking and like mm-hmm. poking at him you know yeah. um yeah. And trying to be fair-minded, because if rumors are true, Mar- Mar- Mauricio's not the most, he's not the perfect husband. But the way That's this storyline is being edited, it just looks like, Kyle, what are you doing? Yeah. What What is the, is the rumor that he cheated? Like, what? What's yeah, the- there's rumors. And, and this is just me listening to listening to other podcasts that cover yeah. Bravo shows. It's that there have been rumors that, and there was a clip um in this season of Beverly Hills, where she makes the comment, well, at least, you know, for the first time, it's the rumors are about me cheating. Right. 
Because he's always been rumored cheating. I mean, that was the whole thing with Lisa Vanderpump and Brandy throwing the magazines down um, a couple seasons ago. (laughs) Yeah. So, so yeah, he, he more than likely has not been a perfect husband, but just the way it's being edited now, it seems more, it just seems kind of petty than just kind of head on saying, look, we've got problems in our marriage and. You know, I agree. I, I I've been thinking that they've just been um exaggerating it, like they're actually like just fighting in front of us. Mm-hmm. But then that whole grieving thing, um, because I didn't know that her friend had died by suicide, and so um, I think sometimes like you know that kicks you into a different yeah you know, mindset, and it just seems like she's she's. I think it could be just her grieving, yeah, and she's taking it out on him. And I think she, cause before in the past, she wasn't like, she just loved Mauricio. Mm-hmm. She nothing wrong. He was the greatest person in the world, but I don't know. She was crying though at, at BravoCon when someone asked her, uh, what's the update. And so. It's gotta be hard. It, it, I think you'd have to be really stone cold hearted for this, not for it, not to hurt for mm-hmm. a, a relationship that's been, yeah decades in the making to end for whatever reason and just the fact that even if we are saying oh it might just be exaggerated whatever you you went and held hands with your dancing with the stars partner and went to a par- allegedly he went to a party and his daughters were there oh wow but uh, allegedly i say allegedly because then people are like oh that's not true but mm-hmm. it the whole thing is very dicey yeah yeah and he just seems like he's like I don't know what's happening. Like, why is she mad at me? Which is most male partners. What's, what's wrong? <laughs> There's plenty of plenty of uh, movies and television shows displaying folks who don't know what's <laughs> happening, but they should know. <laughs> well, I can't wait for uh, Wednesday night's episode to see yeah. what's going on. And now that mm-hmm. we have a bye week, I probably will be able to catch up on Southern catch- Charm. Yes. Potomac, because I didn't even see the, the premiere. Oh, I heard Potomac. it was bad. I heard uh, I heard the, the Juan Dixon. I saw a clip from them talking about the Juan Dixon rumors. Apparently, he, he not only did he like help this lady in a hotel, but he was photo walking into a nail salon with like a friend of his that's a coach or something. I don't know. Y'all, y'all might have me watching Potomac again. You might. And I to- used to watch uh, Married to Medicine. Me too. But I don't know if I'm gonna watch. I was not a fan of Phaedra Parks. Okay. I was so happy when she left yeah. uh, Atlanta. Yeah. And I just saw one scene, whatever her first scene was. She was in some bodysuit that. Yeah. Just. Uh, yeah. I don't know. She's 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 grown on me because I didn't really like her on on our, okay. uh, on Atlanta, but then I saw her on Ultimate Girls Trip, and I was like, oh, like this is a different Phaedra that's like more fun and less. Like she just seemed like she was trying to play a character uh, mm-hmm. on Atlanta, but you know, Shula went a little too far. <laughs> I will I'm say, watch up. some Salt Lake City episodes while you're there because okay. Monica's mother and her interaction was wild. And her mother's Twitter handle is like LD Millionaire. And so, like, all the Bravo accounts keep just commenting on the fact that her mother's account is like. <laughs> has millionaire in it it's like so weird <laughs> but um they have like monica has a tough has a tough childhood and she's trying to deal with it and her mom basically took the other woman's side um in an argument and it just made monica furious so very interesting stuff going on in, in salt lake 
Okay. Well, yes, I will spend the weekend catching up on my Bravo reality. (laughs) (laughs) Well, awesome. Well, I'm happy we got to catch up. Me too. All the things. I always look forward to like Tuesday evenings, talking about our birds and football and all the things. And it's always easier when we've won. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot better. They really do affect my emotional well-being. Mental health. It's just, and it doesn't make any sense, really. Yeah. (laughs) We're not ready yet to talk about the Phils, but we're just, we're no expectations for the Sixers. We'll just enjoy watching basketball. Playing in tournament is like, is, is really just getting hyped up. So all good stuff. All good stuff. So. That wraps up our weekly catch up with one another and you. Please tell a friend to tell a friend and join in the weekly catch up conversation each week. Bye, Alana. Bye bye. Go, birds. Go, Sixers. And Flyers. That's right. Fly, guys. We love you, Gritty.